0: Welcome to Room 4216. I'm so glad you've come.
1: Reading the Bible can be difficult.
0: Not to mention understanding it.
1: Having a disability, whether blindness or another, can be difficult too.
0: Sometimes a person wonders if God is even there. Yeah, but in Room 4216... God shows us His path and we find...
1: We we are are not not alone. alone. Good afternoon, Cecilia. How are you doing today? Good
0: morning or good evening or good middle of the night, Pastor David. Mm-hmm.
1: I suppose even though we're starting this recording in <laughs> the afternoon, many will be listening to it at a different time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good point. Good and point. I am
0: doing just wonderful.
1: Oh good, good. So am I. So mm-hmm. am I. And to start, we have a letter.
0: From the inbox. This letter comes from Diana. Hi, Diana. She writes, Dear Pastor Dave and Cecilia, I heard about your podcasts through RS Games, as the ads always come up about them, and I'm really enjoying them. Mm -hmm. Keep up the good work. Ah, thank you. I agree with Chris's letter about the reasons to leave a church. I attended a Baptist church with my grandmother until about three years ago. They got an interim minister until a permanent one could be found. I found I was not being spiritually fed and did not understand the point of his sermon. Here's my question for you two. Do you think a disabled person, especially a blind person, should stay at their home church Just because a relative thinks they should? Or, if they have the means to get to another church, do you think they should follow their heart and God's will and attend another church? Thank you for doing the podcasts. Sincerely, Diana.
1: Good Questions I like how first, Diana, you talked about uh, uh, what's on your heart and following your heart. Certainly, we need to listen to our heart because God does speak to our hearts. Church is about feeding the soul, and so understanding and clarity is really important when it comes to the sermon, because the sermon, therefore, is to help you, and and understanding it needs to be part of that. Now, even with my saying that, um, church isn't just about our going, it is also about family unity, and so going sometimes with the family probably would be a a good thing to do for that family unity. Mm Mm-hmm. And when you do, uh, pay attention, be alert, and and uh, um, be ready to, um, well, you could do it with observations, um, like, uh, wow, it was interesting that the pastor said, or it might be a question, you know, what do you think the pastor meant when he said such and such? And that'll gain interaction opportunities then afterwards with your family. Cecilia, she sent me this almost the day after this was published. Mm -hmm. So I I responded via email, pretty much what I just said now. Actually, I looked at what I wrote and I I said it. (laughs) And then she sent back an email right away again, uh, noting that that is kind of what she is doing. Uh, She is attending a different church and getting great uh, comfort and strength from the sermons because she can understand them. Mm -hmm. But she is going occasionally with the family for the family unity. So, what are we going to do today? Well, last episode and two, we finished up some things,
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: it got me to thinking... We were in the Gospel of Luke a while back, quite a while. Quite a while back. I think we should do the Gospel of Luke and pick it up and carry through a lot with Luke. Oh. Oh.
0: How about All that? All right. Okay. I like so that idea. I
1: think we should go ahead and start with chapter 1, verse 1, if you'll uh, get uh, wait, open wait, wait. and start with. No, reading?
0: not quite. What, 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 Sorry. What, 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 why? Don't you know me? You ought to we've we've been together now for a hundred and some odd episodes or whatever. But when we start a book I always have to know who, what, when, where, how and why. (sighs) I know. Celia, please, 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 please. Can we
1: read a couple verses of Luke so we can actually say we started before all those questions? Oh, all right.
0: All right. How about the first four verses of chapter one? Many have undertaken to draw up an account of the things that have been fulfilled among us just as they were handed down to us by those who from the first were eyewitnesses and servants of the word. Therefore, since I myself have carefully investigated everything from the beginning, it seemed good to me also to write an orderly account for you, most excellent Theophilus, so that you may know the certainty of the things you have been taught.
1: You asked a lot of questions of the background of of the book, and yes, those things are very important. I'd like to start with the verses you just read, and at the very end... Actually, gives us the purpose or the reason Luke wrote this book. Mm-hmm. So the and I love the way you said. It, so you may know the certainty of the things you've been taught. He wanted to make sure people knew with certainty. And this writer, Luke, we learned from elsewhere, was uh, um, a physician,
0: educated, yeah. mm-hmm. a
1: Gentile. Um, But that gave him a vast background where he was very curious, but he documented and he wrote things down. I have nothing against oral transmission. I mean, that's what we're doing here. No, you love oral
0: transmission.
1: But it is good to be able to have it written down so that when there's question or transmitting, we can be absolutely sure of it. And so the purpose was to we can be absolutely sure of what we've been taught about Jesus. I'm guessing this Theophilus was one who was baptized uh, and had learned about Jesus, but he needed even more. One last thought with this Theophilus, even by, do you remember, uh, what what did it say his title was there? Most excellent Theophilus. Yeah, that's used when it is a, a portent, Official, important. Official, does that important? Okay. Oh man, I was just trying to hurry up and not waste time, and <laughs> with some other letters, and here you got me wasting even more time ex- muttering why I did what I did.
0: Another thing, too, he says, I want you to know with certainty. Uh, And he also talks about many other people trying to write up accounts of what all happened with Jesus Christ.
1: Oh, yeah. He mentioned that in verse one. Mm -hmm. Eyewitnesses and uh, mm -hmm, servants. mm -hmm. And
0: it's great to hear what happened from lots of people. I mean, when, when my friends come back from an event or something and they want to tell me all about it, Oh, they're just bursting with, with, with the news of it. But sometimes I hear it differently from one than from the other. Mm-hmm. So Luke wanted to very carefully research what all happened. Um, he...
1: So he talked to the many eyewitnesses. Mm-hmm. And it becomes, yeah, yeah, good point. It becomes clear the first couple chapters, obviously he talked to Mary. Mm-hmm. And then as he does other chapters, he spoke to Peter, and he also spoke to Paul, um, probably John, because there's stories that relate to each one of them, and he made sure he got it right.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh, Mary, I'm so glad I found you again. I I had a few more questions, if you wouldn't mind. Could you tell me just a little bit more about that wondrous night? Wondrous? More like frightening, painful, uncomfortable, and exciting all at the same time. I still remember like it was yesterday when the shepherds came. I was standing there, watching, waiting, ready for action. As a trained soldier, I knew anything could happen at any time. But then something happened, all right, but it was to me. The words of that prophet, they cut right to my heart. They cut more than than any sword touched my body in a battle. He said, Repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. We were fishing all night long and hadn't caught a thing. We were ready to give up for the day and uh and then jesus came along and he he uh said move out to the deep waters and uh, put down your nets well i couldn't believe my ears obviously he wasn't a fisherman at all uh, uh, you don't do that that's silly and i figured well instead of the prophet i guess he will be shown as the fool and fraud that uh, some hoped he'd be and the nets were so full we had to call over our partners and 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 then I I couldn't believe my ears. He said, follow me, I'll make you fishers of men. And uh, that's when I knew he was the real thing.
0: I wanted everything to be just right for him. After all, Jesus was the son of God. But did I get help from my sister? No. She just sat down and listened to Jesus. She wasn't serving. So I said to him, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me.
1: Hmm. And uh, what did Jesus say?
0: Well, I was put in my place, I'll tell you. He said, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things. He was right. But then he said, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. That sure gave me a lot to think about. Okay, Mr. Expert. What else? Oh, he's blushing over there. What else can you tell us in general about Luke the person or Luke the gospel? First, the person. Um,
1: We find that he wrote both the gospel of Luke as well as then the second book, which is the Acts of the Apostles. And in the Acts of the Apostles, it doesn't, show up that he is uh, spoken of himself until chapter 16. That's when the hmm. s- situation turns from they to we. Ah, so he was there in that book then. He was in in, in the book of Acts, but we don't think he was around in uh, the time of Jesus in Jerusalem or Judea. So
0: he never met Jesus then?
1: I don't think so, although hmm. there's some who say he may have. I-, I tend to think he learned most of his as it says from eyewitnesses, certainly Paul, but probably Peter, James, John, some of the others as well, mm-hmm. um, and that he was a faithful friend to Paul. Uh, it even ends uh, uh, the book of Acts, he's with him. And then also Second Timothy, uh, Paul even says, my faithful friend is the only one with me in Second mm-hmm. Timothy 4. So that's really all we know about the person. Now the gospel, now that's interesting. Math- actually, Matthew, Mark, and Luke are called syn- synoptic Gospels, synoptic Gospels,
0: yeah. what does that word mean
1: in the Greek it means uh, optic is c like optic nerve okay, and then sin is s y n meaning with
0: oh so
1: seeing with they 're seeing it together, Matthew, Mark Luke, and actually, when you look at these and you um, and people have done studies of this, how much of Matthew is in Mark and Mark and Matthew and Mark and Luke and Luke and Matthew. It looks like the majority of Mark is in either Matthew or Luke. And each, both
0: Matthew and Luke, have separate things of their own. Yeah, like Matthew has part of the birth of Christ, but Luke has another part of it. Exactly. Yes,
1: yes. And so some have actually tried to mash it all together to make one gospel. Mm, Some suppose that, well, uh, Mark was the first one because he's the shortest and he has the most from each of these. Some say they all gathered from writings here and there uh, that we don't have anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tradition actually says Matthew was the first. That's why it's the first one in the New Testament.
0: Matthew was also one of Christ's disciples. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, History and tradition basically say this. This we know. Matthew is traditionally the first one. And he wrote to the Jewish people, uh, especially in Israel. Okay. Mark was a companion of Peter, and he wrote this probably while Peter was in Rome, in prison. And then Luke was with Paul all the time. Now, that's important because then Peter was telling the story to Mark, so the Mark's Gospel, was more or less to Jews all over the world. And what's interesting is, and if you look at it, it immediately did this, and Jesus then immediately did this. And immediately, it's it's a a gospel of action, where Luke is. And we'll pick this up in the next theme, the uh, uh, segment actually of the different themes Luke has, because he wrote to a different audience, uh, Gentiles who became Christians. So that's kind of what we know. But you know, no matter which one came first, second, or third.
0: You know, it really doesn't matter. Yeah, we know for sure that the scripture is without error. It is true um, without, without fault. These synoptic gospels are great historical questions, and it's fun to study this stuff. But the important thing is that this is the word of God.
1: And then the last of your multiple, multiple, multiple questions that you set before <laughs> us at the beginning. I love to
0: question, I love to mm-hmm. question. Uh,
1: what is the general theme or topics of the Why gospel? was it written?
0: Yeah. Well, the overarching theme that flows through Luke is God's grace to mankind. And we learn about this through many stories that are told only in Luke. You may have heard of some of these the prodigal son, the good Samaritan, and the Pharisee and the publican. And if you haven't heard these stories, that's all right. We'll get to them later. In Luke chapter 19, uh,
1: Jesus uh, is vivid about this. He had called Zacchaeus a sinner, a tax collector, one of the worst. And right as he ended this uh, situation, he says in verse 10, the Son of Man has come to
0: seek and save The Lost. Another theme is the universality to all people. Jesus came for everyone. As we talked about in the last segment, Luke wrote this gospel to a Gentile audience, and he wanted to show those people that he was writing to that Jesus came for them too. So he told the story of the soldier, the Gentile soldier, coming to be baptized. He mentioned Simeon when Jesus was born. Simeon came and said that Jesus would be a light to lighten the Gentiles.
1: Another minor theme we find is that of prayer. Not only do we see Jesus praying, but he instructs his disciples and us a lot about prayer.
0: Luke also likes to write about prayer joy and good news. He makes special emphasis on this, whether it be the good news of the birth of Jesus Christ that the angels announced to the shepherds or the good news at Jesus' resurrection. He is
1: risen. And it's not just for the kings and the great nobles, but he includes many situations regarding the poor. It's a theme that Luke wants to make sure his readers hear that this is for all All people,
0: even those who are poor. Now, many people like to say that the Bible bashes women all the time and that uh, uh, Bible scholars and and writers just didn't like women. Well, that's not true in Luke. Luke emphasizes the role of women, um, from Mary, the mother of Jesus, to Mary and Martha, uh, to the women who went to the tomb, uh, to Um, embalm Jesus' body, but found out that
1: he was risen. In the writing of Luke, both this gospel as well as the Acts of the Apostles, we find the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity, taking a significant role in not only our salvation, but guiding his people on what to say, what to do,
0: and the strength to live. Luke wanted to make sure that we understood that we understand that Jesus was not is not just the son of god some divine being that's far away somewhere no he often refers to him as the son of man he is human and he and is, he with is us. divine
1: So, Cecilia, did I answer all the questions, who, what, where, why, when, that you had to to um, make the Luke gospel a good, solid uh, start for I'm excited today?
0: about going through this gospel. Yeah. And, and, you know, the best part of this? What's that? I'll get to come up with more questions.
1: Huh. <laughs> Join us next time. We're actually going to um, move past the introductory things of his birth and baptism. We'll pick that up later. Some we've done already. Mm -hmm. But we want to start right into the ministry of Jesus. So join us next time as we pick up with that.
0: And if you have questions, of course, you can write to us at info -info at not-alone.net.
1: And remember, we
0: are not alone. Do come back again to room 4216. Credits. Robert Vaughn and Terry Nord, interlude musicians. Meg Andrus as Mary, the mother of Jesus. Deb Andrus as Martha.